Hey there, welcome back. It is another week of college and NFL football, and we're all about the doggies on BetUS TV. It is BetUS TV's Three Dog Thursday. I am the somewhat capable host, TJ Reeves. You see the handicappers. He's back. Matty Betts off a two-in-one week returns here on Three Dog Thursday. You notice, however, Matty Betts, it's you, it's me, and we've got a new prognosticator. Uh, Chris Farley is here from our BetUS NFL show. Unfortunately, our buddy Gary Seegers, who had been here for four shows, who had been here three successful times having picked games correctly, he's gone off of last week off of a one, one and one week. So Chris Farley is in. Good to have you, brother, here on the program. Thanks. I don't know how I got a three-week hiatus, but I will take it and enter the competition as if I've been winning this whole time. So let's get after it, boys. Again, the way that we do this, we pick three underdogs, each one of us. The host stays no matter what, even if it's an over. And it's rarely an over. Usually I get at least a couple of them correct. But these guys are battling to stay on the show. It is survival underdog prognostication. Matty Betts, I didn't hear from you. You feeling good? You're five for six on picking underdogs. You're two weeks of being here. You feeling good, my friend? Feeling great right now. It's always the bad underdogs, the ugly ones that end up cashing. Yeah, it, it certainly does seem that way that the uh, the underdogs do tend to uh, to come through uh, in any form, in any fashion, whatever the case is. And you did a nice job uh, last week with the ones that you had. And we've got some interesting NFL ones. Matty focuses on the NFL. Chris is primarily NFL. And we'll have a little college as well. A little housekeeping before we get to the three uh, rounds of underdog predictions. We want to remind you here as part of Three Dog Thursday, we've got a couple of things. First of all, merch. You can get specific Three Dog Thursday merchandise, hats, shirts shirts, uh, sweatshirts, whatever you like in the Three Dog Thursday merchandise store, go to betus.com slash Three Dog Thursday. Check out the merchandise store, and you can uh, make your own selection. And you've got an opportunity to win BetUS merchandise by making predictions right here in the comments sections on this show. Each and every week, enter for free pick three underdogs, either college, NFL, or some combination of those underdogs. And if you are the first person who has commented and successfully picked the three underdogs, you're the winner for that week. Make the predictions in the comments below right here. They'll be timestamped. Again, Maddie, I make the same disclaimer that I made last week. Do not edit your post and your picks. If you edit that, we can't tell if you're messing around on the weekend with trying to change your picks. Do not edit. Farley, you're joining in. Do not edit your picks got down it. below, but you got a chance to pick for free on Three Dog Thursday just by entering uh, your three underdog selections, whatever they are, and if they all come through or two of the three come through, again, ties or pushes do not help you. You have to have wins with your college and NFL underdogs. You've got a chance to win. And we also have our promo code still out there for new BetUS members. Sign up using our promo code 3DOG200, uh, and you can get a 200% match bonus uh, on crypto using that promo code 3DOG200. So initial sign-up, up to $2,500 in bonus money can be yours. Go to betus.com slash 3DOGTHURSDAY. Enter in our promo code uh, our promo code, and enter uh, to get that bonus right now up to $2,500. 3DOG200 is that promo code. With that, let's have we waited long enough? Let's get to it with the underdogs. It's another weekend. It's weekend number five of college football. It's weekend number four of the NFL. I will begin things on Three Dog Thursday as the host 
We know that Alabama is one of the top teams every year in college football. We, we know they are ranked number one right now, and the Crimson Tide are headed for a huge showdown with Texas A&M next weekend at home. However, this is the weekend before on the road against Arkansas, and my Lord, Woo Pig Suey at home getting 17 and a half. This is an Arkansas team that lost last week when the potential game-winning field goal hit the upright, and they lost to Texas A&M in the closing seconds in Arlington at AT&T Stadium. This is a solid Arkansas team. That is too many points to me in what I think is a look-ahead situation for Alabama. Uh, Chris Farley, I know, Matt, Matty, you're not a huge college guy. Chris Farley, do you have any thought here on warning me off that I am looking at that saying way too many points for the Arkansas Razorbacks? Oof, yeah, I mean, un unfortunately, I kind of like it, TJ. I don't think you're going to lose in this one because the look-ahead spot, these are college football players, right? So they're – I mean, you could argue, right, our, our brains don't fully develop until we're 26. So these kids, <laughs> they they know what's coming around the corner. Texas A&M, Saban, you know, and there's a rivalry with their coach, which his name is uh, Jimbo you know, Fisher. Jimbo, Jimbo Fisher, Fisher yes. that's right. You know, they were, they were, you know, chirping at each other in the offseason. So they're definitely thinking about it. Are they taking Arkansas for granted? Or, I, I don't think so. And the one thing that scares me about it is Alabama does seem to be in clobber mode, right? I mean, they – uh, just yep. destroyed Vanderbilt last weekend. As the number two team, maybe they want to be that way a little bit more, but I, I still do lean to your side, TJ. I think this is a good look. And, and I got a stat. I got a stat. Matty Betts, heads up. I got a stat here. Uh, uh, earlier this year, Alabama, a 20-plus point underdog against Texas. They barely won on a field goal one by one. At the end of last year, the Arkansas game where Arkansas hung in was one of three times at the end of the year where Alabama did not cover a line of 15 or more. That included the rivalry game with Auburn and with LSU. Four straight times dating back to last year, they're at least a 15-point favorite in the SEC and didn't cover in any of the games. I like this for the Hogs. Again, just like I sat here last week and said too many points for the Florida Gators on the road at Tennessee. I didn't know if they would win. It was a little hairy, but they scored late and it was too many points. This is too many points for Sam Pittman, the coach, for K.J. Jefferson, the quarterback. Now, if Alabama's up 55 to nothing, do not call me. Do not text me. Do not remind me on Three Dog Thursday that I have the Hogs. But I'm calling the Hogs as dog number one here on Three Dog Thursday. All right, enough of me. Can we get to the handicappers? Matty Betts is 5-1 and one the last couple of weeks in the NFL. He is going right away to an NFL underdog again this week. Let's get to it, Matty Betts. What do you like here for underdog number one for you on Three Dog Thursday? You know me. I love those division dogs typically at home, but I'm going to back one on the road here. I just think we look back at last week. What did everybody see on national television? They saw the Dallas Cowboys go to the Giants and win that game outright. Now, all of a sudden, Dallas at home in Jerry World is a lot less impressive than on the road. On the road, they are 7-3 and three straight up, 8-2 and two against the spread in their last 10 games. At home, they're an underwhelming 2-4 and four against the spread in their last six. And the public is going to be all over Dallas here. Division game, I get the hook. I'm taking Washington in this game. I know it's ugly. You know, they played against your Eagles. You're an Eagles guy. And you know they sacked Carson Wentz 53 times, did the Eagles against the command. And you're still backing the commanders in this one. You are still Commander <laughs> Brave right here on the on three. Chris Farley, a quick thought here. I know you don't have a play on this, but backing the commanders off that performance against the Eagles, that's a little interesting. 
It is. It's very interesting. Uh, you know what? I don't. I don't like that Maddie Betts is in the circuit contest with me because I think this is really sharp. And so I'm a little. I'm becoming a little afraid of this guy in circuit because here's the thing: this game is the exact same situation as the Colts and the Chiefs last week, right? What were the sharps doing? The sharps were betting that line down. Some of the best sports bettors in the world are like the Colts are my, my are going to be my biggest play this year. And what happened? Just an amalgamation of events in that game. The Chiefs could not get ahead. The Colts end up winning it straight up. Now what's happening this week? The Commanders look terrible, right? The Cowboys just won a Monday Night Football, like Maddie said. That line has not moved. And you know that the public is hammering the Cowboys. Why isn't it moving? Because some, someone, somewhere, they know this is going to be a closer game than we expect. So I think this is a really sharp play by Maddie. All right. Well done. Uh, again, can they protect him or not? Dallas with the pass rush. I know Demarcus Lawrence got hurt in a game last week, but the commander's offense, oof. And I had him last week on Three Dog Thursday. Matty, that was my only loss was the commanders against the Eagles. All right, I had a 3-0 and week, uh, but you will back them for this week. We move on in round one on Three Dog Thursday. And again, uh, Chris Farley is with us from the Bet US NFL show. You see that coming up Thursdays at 1 Eastern time. I know we release on Thursday live at 1 Eastern time. Chris and Scott Kellen are with me on the Bet US NFL show. And you've actually had some underdog success. You hit a two-team underdog parlay last week uh, with the Panthers and another team that, that escapes me. You hit some underdogs on the show. Uh, you hit the you hit the Jaguars with me a couple of weeks ago against the Colts. Uh, as a matter of fact, for underdogs, your underdog play first of all is in college, and you like the Michigan State Spartans here. I cannot say it with a straight uh, face or voice. What about Michigan State appeals to you plus the eight and a half at Maryland? Yeah, so for whatever reason, first of all, I, I live in Maryland. I never thought I'd be living in Maryland. This is, you know, this is where my wife has brought me. So this is where I okay. am. And there's one thing I know about Maryland. It's not a great college football state. They got they got Maryland. That's all they got, right? And they, you know, and I asked my wife when she went to college there, how many how many Maryland football games you go to? Zero. Zero. I was predicting that's zero. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Of course, she was probably drinking since like 8 a.m. Probably couldn't make it to the game. But that's not the point. Uh, the point is, Maryland is not used to having a good football team. And for, uh, you know, in their defense, they played really well last week. I was on Michigan. Right. I thought Michigan was going to cover that line. The stats were even. Maryland showed up. I was impressed. At the same time, this is the same story about this line, right? Why isn't this line more, TJ? You said it to me on the phone earlier today, which probably should be higher. If Maryland is as good as they think they are, then at home, after that game, which was a disappointing loss, they should probably destroy a Michigan State team that just got humbled in two straight games, right? But at the end of the Maddie, day— Matty, my exact line to Farley was, you're aware they lost 39 to nothing to Minnesota <laughs> last week, and you're still going with them anyway. And that's Farley right, said, without right. hesitation, without, <laughs> without hesitation, <laughs> Because, you know, here come the Spartans, right? And and if you look at, on the actual field at the matchups, there ain't anybody on Maryland that's going to be a huge matchup advantage against Michigan State. Right. They still have they still have better recruits overall. This is a game that they think they can win. They know they've been playing like crap. So the line to me suggests that this is going to be a closer game than we think. I love the Spartans to at least be competitive in this one. I think they can win straight up. So over a touchdown, might as well go with it. 
He is on the Mel Tucker bandwagon that has plenty of arm and leg room at the at the moment because it has emptied out some with the losses to Washington and and to Minnesota yep. last week. We'll see if they bounce back. Michigan State was supposed to be good. They were preseason top 25. We'll see if they bounce back. And Chris Foley believes for his college play that they will. We continue here round number two on Three Dog Thursday. Again, three rounds of, uh, of prognostication. And if the handicappers get two of their three correct, they are back on the show. So I am back here for another college play on Three Dog Thursday, and I saw the Texas Longhorns in person last week, a wild weekend. Matty Betts, when I left Lubbock, Texas, I don't think there was a drop of alcohol, speaking of alcohol, Farley, I don't think there was a drop of alcohol left in Lubbock, Texas after their overtime win over the Horns. I think half of Lubbock ran on the field after the game to celebrate a 37-34 overtime win. All right, that's last week. Texas suffers the loss. They had the narrow loss earlier this year to Alabama. They're back at home. West Virginia, look out for the Mountaineers for a couple of reasons. Number one, a big win over Virginia Tech last week as an underdog. Uh, a year ago, they covered three different times as an underdog in the Big 12, including two outright road wins as an underdog. In fact, if you go back to Neil Brown, the coach's first season, there were three times in the Big 12, the last three times in the 2019 season that they were at least a 10-point underdog. They covered in all of those and they won one of those games. For whatever reason, nine and a half or 10 points seems to be too many points. I know as we released Three Dog Thursday, the line moved from 10 and a half to nine and a half. I'm still fine with that. I am fine with West Virginia, which is covered four straight times Four straight times in the matchups with Texas. I know Steve Sarkeesian is the second-year coach, so not all of them were him. But I, everything about this matchup says close game, if not West Virginia winning. I'll take the 9.5 points with the Mountaineers in the Big 12 showdown. That's a Saturday night primetime game. Give me West by God, Virginia, in the matchup with Texas. Any thought, guys, or you just want to move on? Anybody want to shy me away from that with the horns at home? Or are we good? Yeah, I don't know enough to shy away from it there, TJ. All right. So. <laughs> get ready with the lighter fluid in the couches. This is what we know, Matty. We get ready for that because they love to burn couches in West Virginia when they win a big game. They burn lots of furniture. So we'll go with the Mountaineers. All right, in round number two, Matty Betts, we're going back to you and the NFL. What appeals to you about the Denver Broncos off of that, uh, wow, low-scoring Hard to watch Sunday night win over the 49ers. You're loving you some Russell Wilson even again this week. What do you think? I'm fading the Raiders here more than anything. It's You know what's funny is this is another division dog, and it just seems like everyone's like, okay, the Raiders are 0-3. There's no chance they could possibly fall to 0-4 here, right? Well, I just think they're going to. I was big on the Raiders before the season started. I, and I typically don't overreact. I typically like to, to buy low on teams that are performing poorly in the beginning of the season that I thought were going to do well going into this season. But right here, I just I love the division dog here. I think the Broncos have superior defense, and I think every single week Denver will look just a little bit better. Um, it just takes time for them to get going with Russell Wilson there now. So I'm going to back Denver here on the road, and I actually love the fact that this number is two and a half because – it is baiting the entire world here to take the Raiders at home because there's no chance they could ever go own four. So I'm going to take Denver money line on my official card, but I'll take the points here on the show. On the Three Dog Thursday show, he likes the two and a half. Uh, Farley, my only concern is Denver is, is playing like 1980s 
football here with the scoring and with Russell Wilson and trying to make it stand up in their three games. They've literally gotten one touchdown in each of the three games. Any concern here about the Brian? The Raiders, as Maddie points out, would be 0-4 under Josh McDaniels if they don't win this game. Yeah, I mean, I I hear everything Maddie's saying, and he's right. It's it's baiting people into taking the Raiders. I guess it's baiting me a little bit too because I, I kind of still like the Raiders this weekend. Look, I I Russell Wilson just doesn't seem like himself, right? I mean, the Russell Wilson that we're used to is not quite there. I do like that they might have got some momentum at the end of that last game, right? They finally put a drive together and looked like an actual offense. The thing about the, the Broncos, though, is if they go down in this game, I don't know if that's a team that's meant to come back. Um, you know, and, and, and the Raiders have put up points, especially at the beginning of games in some of these previous games like they did against the Cardinals and then they flailed in the second half. Uh, but I don't know. Eventually, it does feel like Josh McDaniels and Derek Carr and Devontae Adams have to capitalize on something. They're at home. And I'll, and here's, here's one angle to look at, though. Maybe Josh McDaniels does care about this game more than most because he coached for the Broncos over a decade ago. Nice setup here for, you know, for him to kind of wrap a bow around his first win. But, I mean, I respect what Matty just said, right? The, again, these books, you have to look at that. Why are these lines not moving? Why are they settling in where they are? Because this is bait for many of us betters. Well, and keep in mind, too, that, uh, that McDaniels has already met with the owner. Three games in, and Mark Davis has already had a sit-down with the new head coach trying to straighten things out. That's never good. And, yes, he was okay. fired by the Broncos, McDaniels, so maybe he does want revenge. But Matty Betts says, I don't care about any of that, babe. Just give me the mile-high Broncos here in this matchup coming with the Raiders on Sunday afternoon. We continue. Again, hit the like button. Hit the subscribe. Make sure you're sharing out Three Dog Thursday. Get into the contest in the comments section below. Give us three underdogs in college or the NFL or some combination therein. We're in round number two. The play is for Chris Farley for another underdog. Let's go to the NFL, young man. What do you like here in round two on Three Dog Thursday, Chris? Yes, yes. Well, as probably many of our audience knows by now, I'm a Giants fan. It's pretty brutal. It's a frustrating thing to be. Uh, what happened happened on Monday Night Football, and it's just going to be more of the same, right? We have Brian Dayball, who is absolutely making a difference for the Giants offense. You can just see there's more creativity. They're utilizing Daniel Jones better. But too much of what the Giants need to do game to game depends on Daniel Jones. And he is not Josh Allen. And I think that's pretty that's pretty evident at this point. What people don't see, right, there's a lot of positive that you can take from that game. He didn't make any egregious mistakes. He's a tough guy. He was he was pressured, I think, something historic. Like, uh, you know, the Cowboys got over 21 uh, pressures, multiple hits. Yes. Uh, you know, multiple sacks. I mean, we all kind of saw that coming, right? But apparently the Giants didn't because they didn't do much to make up for it. Anyway, all this to say, they're facing a Bears team that I think is going to be feisty. It should be windy. It might be sloppy. We got some outer bands of the hurricane probably coming up to the northeast at that point. So this is going to be an ugly game, 39 points. If you're giving me a hook, I know the Bears are bad. But if you're giving me a hook on a Giants game who have won by three points, one point, and then lost by seven points, they play every game close. So you give me the hook. I'm going to take the Bears. I think the bait here is on the Giants. People are like, oh, the Giants are still pretty good. They're 2-1. and one. They're going back home. I think the Bears can compete here. And Roquan Smith was all over the field last week. If he gets in DJ's face again after taking all those hits, I don't, I don't love his chances as much in this one. But again, Chicago has played games where it's close to the vest, low scoring. They ran the ball well last week against Houston. Uh, Justin Fields only threw it, what, 17 times or something like that yep. in a win 
Uh, threw it for around 100 yards. So we'll see uh, on that. But again, he likes Chicago in this situation with the three and a half for underdog number two. Very good. Let's move on here on Three Dog Thursday to round number three. And I think we're about to get some agreement here on the show between me and one of the handicappers. The Tennessee Titans off a win over the aforementioned Raiders where they were really good in the first half. Then Matty Betts, they had to hang on in the second half of the game and let the Raiders come uh, to within two before uh, Tennessee held on 24-22. Derrick Henry running the ball well. Division rivalry game. Colts off the big win over Kansas City last week. And I believe that the uh, Titan pass rush will be better against Matt Ryan, who's still showing at 37. Can't get out of the way uh, very well. Not very mobile at all to begin with. Can't get out of the way. I just like this play. And Matty Betts, I think you like this play as well here on Three Dog Thursday. Tell me more. Are you joining hand in hand with me on Three Dog Thursday, my friend? <laughs> yeah, I'm taking the Tennessee Titans here, plus three and a half division dog game. I took the Indianapolis Colts last week on the money line and on the show as my dog. I just can't back them here. I'm, I'll be the first to admit I got a little lucky last week with some of the fluke plays that happened in that game. And in a division game with three and a half points, especially with the Titans, who two of their three uh, games this year have come down to the wire, been one or two point wins or losses. So I got to ride with the three and a half here. I think it's going to be a field goal game either way. And they are four and one ATS. I looked in the last five matchups with the Colts. They've been good. It's in Indianapolis. We'll see how that works. So, Maddie, good luck with that one. Chris Farley, you're going to wrap things up after Maddie and I join in on the Titans. You like another road underdog. What do you like and why? Yeah, I like I like both of your plays in the show. So I think you two are staying put. But I like the Cardinals at plus two. I think the Cardinals could win this game straight up. Actually, I expect them to win straight up. So why not take them at plus two? This is just a classic spot where Kyler Murray, who's up and down, up and down, you know, he's going to be inconsistent all year. He's obviously not very well prepared. <laughs> but when he plays backyard football, he's really good. You know, the Panthers, their defense is kind of fake news so far. I mean, which which quarterbacks have they faced, right? Jacoby Brissett in his, in his first week, and then they faced Daniel Jones, right? And then uh, uh, last week they Jameis. faced... Jameis, you know, injured injured Jameis Winston, right? So now they go up against Kyler Murray, who just from a pure talent perspective, I think he's going to be able to run all, all over the field. They don't want to go one and three in their division. And Baker Mayfield, I get, a sh I get a chance to take a shot at him again, so I'm going to do it. Two straight weeks during under 50% completion percentage. Get out of here. The Pan Panthers are not a good team. Either are the Cardinals, but this is a good setup for them to get the win. So a plus two when I think they're going to win straight up. Got to take it. All right, we'll see what happens in this matchup. Again, that's a late game in Charlotte with Arizona coming across the country off the loss to the Rams. Of course, they had the wild win, the Cardinals, against the Las Vegas Raiders a couple of weeks ago. Uh, can they get it done? Chris Farley believes in them, and I believe in both of these guys. Can they both stay on the show? Survival betting here for Three Dog Thursday. they got to get at least two correct. By means of recap, let's take a look at it one more time here on what we have together. Again, I've got a couple of different college plays there down the middle. In both cases, heavy underdogs, Arkansas at home, West Virginia on the road. Meantime for Matty, he's going to the Commanders against the Dallas Cowboys. He and I agree on the Titans. And for my man, Chris Farley.
Charlie, if he gets Michigan State off a 39 to nothing loss against Maryland, we will bow to you, my friend, if you're able to get that. He also likes the Bears, the Bears, and the Cardinals for Three Dog Thursday purposes. Another reminder, uh, again, we're offering that 200% match bonus here from Three Dog Thursday. Go to betus.com slash Three Dog Thursday. Enter our promo code, the Three Dog 200, for the 200% match bonus on crypto. Uh, on your initial sign-up, go do that. And again, one more time, guys, if they want to predict their underdogs, anybody that's watching us all through the weekend, just do it before the Saturday games. It's going to be time-stamped. Once the games begin, if you're picking college games, you can't pick the college underdogs. In any event, make the picks in the comments below. You've got a chance at merchandise from Three Dog Thursday and BetUS. If you get any combination of the three correct and you're the first one to do it on the timestamp below, if you're the first one to do it, get any three, college or NFL or some combination, you get the gift card in the merchandise store. With that, did we have fun? Matty Betts, you're 5-1 and one the last two weeks. I'm looking forward to you being back. You good? Everything good? I'm good to go. I'm hoping to be back next week. All looking forward to that. Chris Farley, I look forward to talking with you more, as if you're not sick of me already, on the NFL show with Scott Kellen coming out Thursday and for this weekend, where you can take other things besides underdogs. You can take favorites. You can take totals, the whole bit. You did great today, my friend. Thank you for hanging out on Three Dog Thursday. Hey guys, hopefully I'm here next week. We'll see. Competition, I like it. We love the survival betting on Three Dog Thursday, and we thank you for watching here on BetUS TV.